and we're live in three, two, one. Greetings and salutations. This is just a thought, episode three. Um, my name is uh, Wasabi Blues, of course, and we got um, Jack Nixon. Jack Nixon. I fucked that up. My bad. Oops. I I, I need to get that shit on point. <laughs> um, so this is the third episode. Um, as we said in the very first one, this is kind of like experimental um, until we get a vibe that we we like. So every episode is kind of different. My t-shirt don't change, but the surroundings do. So God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> one day the t-shirt will change, but um, we want we want to change things around. You know, um, just uh, I guess see what works, see what we like. So as you can see, I got the purple pinkish light hue vibe going down um nick has the yeah, I got lucid behind me playing call of duty he got his bodyguard today as you know he's a very important person so you know what I'm saying? it sticks out surfs out <laughs> you know, so it's, it's very important to have people you know keep him watching him 24 7 so it's a different vibe and and we got the camera angle facing down this time it's not the corner so we're both looking directly at y'all this time you feel us um yeah i should probably move my monitor here we go yeah, <laughs> there we go so yeah. you know, now it's, like, it's, it's like legit actually you know i i should move my own but i already have the recording set up so i can't but next time i will do it um but either way so we're getting started with this um i guess where do i want to start uh i did mention i wanted to talk on that area grande album again because i actually listened to it and it <sighs> I'm uh, okay. Realistically, it's it's an album about a, a horny ass girl, and no matter what she <laughs> said, no, sexually frustrated. <laughs> no matter no matter what she says, that like the thirty four plus thirty five and that equals sixty nine. She says she wanted to make the song as silly as possible. <laughs> yeah, it, she she says she wanted to make it as silly as possible. I'm like, yeah, okay. Okay, you, you you keep telling yourself that, but realistically, you're just fucking horny. Like, the whole album just screams, I need some dick. That, that's that's literally what the whole album screams. Like, I, I just, I don't get it, you know, how do you, like, I don't, I mean, I guess I know who the album is for. I guess horny girls and dudes who just vibe, like, I vibe with it, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the album, just as like a listen, right? Just like, musically wise, I enjoyed it. But... The overall tone was just, yeah. I was just like, I don't know. I was like, what, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, I I don't see myself like I guess bopping with this album. Um, I guess months from now or years from now, I'm just like, eh, 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 eh it's it's all right. But you know, I mean, it, it's interesting looking at the reviews from the album because everyone else is sort of like the same on their opinion. They're just like. Sorry, an album, but it's kind of boring. It's just about a girl who who wants to have sex. It's like, well, how can you make a full album on that? You know, like there's there's more ways to explore being horny. I guess, like I I guess it's kind of weird. Like it, like I'm knocking her because she didn't explore more ways to I guess be horny on the so on the album. <laughs> it's like like one one part was just her talking about telling you you can pull her hair, you know, and other parts is her just telling her telling you like all these different things you could do and i'm just like all right you know like the 34 plus 35 shit she was like i've been eating healthy i've been squeaky um you know it's like all right what <laughs> like the healthy part is cool 
and you know the squeaky part like i get it but like, like squeaky clean yeah yeah she's squeaky that's clean. how we're vibing right now <laughs> like like she ain't got i guess stds or you know hiv shit like that i don't, I don't know like <laughs> like it's, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting album. I just want, I, I just wanted to reiterate because I actually decided to listen to it this time, and I was like, yep, yep, Twitter's right. They're not wrong. Sometimes they're wrong, but they weren't wrong here. And I was like, I'm not. They don't miss. Most times they don't miss. Yeah, they. For no. most, <laughs> their cancel culture is very bad, though. Yeah. <laughs> they will get rid of you ASAP. They don't like one thing. They will look past your tweet history back to 2009, and they'll be like, "You tweeted this, you're gone." They'll- Someone made a playlist of uh, what was it, uh, Doja Cat, and it was like, uh, showing feet in racial chats or some shit like that. I have to send it to you. It's funny. It's about, <laughs> it's like all her songs, and it's like there she is showing feet. In racial chats. <laughs> like it, 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 the, the cancel culture is is pretty bad. Like. They will find anything literally. Like if you're popular, you will have that one dedicated person that will have nothing better to do with their time, other than to look you up and see what they can find to use against you. That that's literally it. Cause no matter where you are in time, you will have tweeted something, something stupid, and you will have forgotten about it until someone brings it back up like ten years later and be like, "Hey, you remember when you posted that?" <laughs> Canceled, you know, they're like, they're, and then you're just like, oh fuck, I'm screwed now. But um, but no, nah, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Twitter, fucking cancel culture. Ugh, God. Um, so here we are, third episode. We talked briefly uh, at the end of the last episode what we wanted to cover for the next episode. Um, so I guess let's let's start with you this time and. Let's let's talk about your experience as a an engineer, if that's what you like to call yourself. I don't know, man. I don't know what the hell it is anymore. <laughs> I had to I actually had to make a beat this morning over a track that someone came and recorded. Um, like I would say, like Tuesday or th- no, Thursday, I think he came and recorded, mm-hmm. and because uh, he made the beat himself, and he's kind of like this beat. Can you make a new one? And I'm like, all right, and um, made a beat realigned everything you know to fit it and stuff like that and send it to him still waiting for a response he's like at work until like another another 45 minutes or some shit so is it like you make beats for the artists that come into your sessions or occasionally yeah like that's that's why he's here today so so how does how does the process work with you then so let's say hey nick i want to make a song do i just tell you to make my beat for me um, if you have like a general idea, it helps. So I can tell what type of vibe you're laying down. You know, mm-hmm. like he came in with his own beat, and I I could I asked him what BPM was in. He gave me the BPM, and then I just kind of like through like a it, the beat sound like I had like an Atlanta vibe to me at least. So I made one with like a Atlanta vibe. And, do you ever get know, Do you ever get artists that are like, hey? Give me a give me a happy beat or give me a sad beat or <laughs> yeah yeah I have people ask me for guitar beats like little peep type beats and shit and because um, I always feel like it's just super generic be like yeah give me a give me a give me an angry beat it's like oh I can do that all day that's my that's my forte right now I am super fucking with that in your face like yeah I like that shit okay so I ask you I say make me make me an R and B beat you make it and I'm hopping in the studio. Let's 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 break down this process. 
I mean, what type of Arkell? I mean, what type of beat are we doing here? Shit, we we going to do We T-Pain. want the remix of Ignition. We want the. We doing T Pain. You feel me? That's only right. <laughs> Actually, it's I look right. I looked up T Pain type beats, and I, to be honest with you, I'm this impressed. Is, yeah, I mean, coming from a T Pain fan, like you can't yeah. really, you can't really make a T Pain type beat because this shit's just very different. Like he just hops on, and most times he makes his own beats. He 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 yeah. he, he sings to his own beats, so you can't really make like T Pain doesn't do like a cookie cutter beat and just says, "All right, make this for me," and that's it. But um, but yeah, I'll be like, "Hey Nick, make me a T Pain beat. I want something that's gonna make people go wild." So you're gonna you're gonna make it like we're gonna come in the studio and I'm just gonna sit there and wait for you to make it or you're gonna make it like ahead of time. Um, it depends when you tell me. I mean, I'll try like ahead of time, and if you like it, then I'll we'll rock with it. But if not, then it's more of like um, you're gonna have to sit and wait. <laughs> <laughs> Fruit but, don't talk. Fruit just listens and waits. So what would but, be uh, your worst? What would be your worst session? I know we we kind of like touched on it in the first episode but what would be like like what are your most notice noticeable or notable that's the word notable session experiences that you can think of that come back like it can be any type of moment but just like those ones that you always remember like you can't forget those it could be something annoying or shit like that because i know you've had to have some i've had a little bit of everything um I don't know, most memorable. Fuck, man. I've, I've dealt with so many different types of artists. It's like crazy. Uh, I don't know. Like, if someone said, tell me a story from your studio session that was wild or annoying or just something that you, you just like, it's like, this is the one that like brings you out and you're just like, I got to say something about this. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't really think I've ever been like that frustrated with like, with with an artist, you know what I mean. What about other than like, sessions? Then maybe sessions. Well, no. I mean, we generally when I get frustrated is when like people don't have the right energy for what they're trying to do. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's generally what what gets me. Other than that, I don't really have any like anything that comes in and I'm like, damn, this this sucks. Other than like, okay, you occasionally you get the beats that are like clipping, like yeah. you you pop it in and it's like instantly clipping you turn it down and it's still like <laughs> and, then, <clears throat> and then you get them they be like hey turn me up turn me up louder turn me up yeah i mean i'll crank up the fucking headphones for sure but i mean there's <laughs> like that like the beat the the homie you made you know what i'm saying the other day mm-hmm. like it was it was a the beat was like clipping and he he didn't you know he, he made it on like an fl demo mm-hmm. like not even like a full version of fl it was not a bad beat and honestly i actually really liked the beat I was like, man, they're gonna find a way to re like re record this or remake it or whatever, and bring the whole fucking laptop over here if you have to. You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll get them levels right, but it was not a bad beat. Like it was just like it was clipping for I don't know. It wasn't clipping on like the low end, mm-hmm. or like the high. It was like the mids were clipping. Like it was like a crackling sound from like I guess he just he didn't. Maybe he turned. It's the thing is weird about it is. Doesn't FL automatically have like the limiter on? Okay, so and it's limiter, not like he took the limiter off. I want to say the limiter used to be on by default, but it depends on the template. If you load into a template that's just yeah, like a bare yeah. template, you don't have a limiter. I always do empty. Yeah, empty is my way to go. Because if it's clipping, he didn't have a limiter on that. If it's clipping, <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> he said, fuck a limiter. A yeah, limiter was, who? 
I don't. I mean, whenever I do anything, I don't use a limiter. I don't for, use until I'm done for reasons. I don't use that at all. Uh, I just go and set levels. You know, like mm. you can tell what's gonna make it. What you know, what I'm saying <laughs> when you're pointing it back, you're like, "That's too loud." Yeah, you know, <laughs> I need to turn that down. You know, or I need to stare like stereo separated or pan it to a different channel. That way, because you, you're you're dealing with like a a headspace. You know, you can mm. only take so much. So if you can place it somewhere else to like you know use more of the heads that's usually what i do is i just like shove shit like in the background and then like out like stereo wise or i'll like pan it and then like pan this here yeah and you know do 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 until it's like a an even so have you ever had an artist try and tell you how trying like try to tell you how to do your job no not really no i feel like i feel like one day that's probably gonna happen I, I probably I mean there's I mean there's like things where like people record something like kind of fucky mm-hmm. and I'm like I'll drag it and they're like yo don't drag that I'm like why <laughs> and they'll go back and like go over it and I'm like oh okay so this was like supposed this like song structure issues you know mm-hmm. interesting interesting I, I've never I've never personally been into a a studio session with another other than I guess our our online ones, our E, our E sessions. Um, Other than those though, normally like, see, this is why I can't do like a real session with somebody else where I'm paying them on their time. Cause then I'm going to blow through stacks of money. I I can tell you like for the things that I do on my sessions, you're going to hear me spend 30 minutes, not even on topic of my song. Cause I'm just doing bullshit verses. But um, I don't know as an artist though, you know, I've, I've talked to other artists in their sessions and I feel it, it's kind of interesting, like the lengths that people go for sessions because, yeah. you know, I, I see some like I have a friend of mine and like from what he posts, like when I used to look at his stories on his sessions, he would have like a live, like a live studio. Like you got the drums and the guitar and all these other things. And I'm just here with I just got a microphone plugged in and that's it. <laughs> That's all I got. Like, I don't, I don't do I mean, anything. You see, you've seen my room, man. I just need mics and a new interface, and then I can start doing what I want to do as far as like making music. You know, I want to do like some like serious art shit. Like, like I don't want to use any samples or want to do everything myself. You know, I mean, it's except for like you know, like doing like 808s and you know shit like that, yeah. but. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, like, crack a snare, like, you know, like, and use, like, a live drum set, like, on a, like, you know, you know like, trap beats and shit. I think that'd be cool as fuck. Like, I've already been doing the shit with the electric guitar, and occasionally I throw my bass, mm-hmm. bass in there, but I got, I finally got this big-ass desk that I've been building now, which I'll show off at some point, but um, I finally got everything here, and now I'm like, all right, it's time to, like, make music <laughs> yeah it's time to start dialing shit in i've I've been working like on music basically all day today probably yeah. gonna be all night tonight as well too do you do you, do you, do you feel like you're again. you're about to branch back out as an artist or are you like like how do you view yourself because you say you don't really see yourself as just an engineer right what do you view? i'm whatever you want to slap a label on you know like i i do whatever needs to be done but what do you view you as like primarily do you see yourself as a producer that wants people to hear your beats or do you see yourself as someone behind the scenes where 
you're just in studio sessions. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, are you a hit boy or are you just someone who's behind the scenes? Shit. I mean, or what, what I would you like to be? do, I would like to get out and do my own, like, you know, music. But right now, I don't know what the hell I'm like. I don't know what particular sound I want to do just yet, mm. you know. So, I mean, I think of anything, I'll probably end up doing some type of like fusion or prog or something like something you would wouldn't really expect mm-hmm. me to do but uh or maybe like some like future electro uh, dance hall some, artist like, punk thing or something you know i want to i want to do something like what's it like live instruments that like i don't really know what genre would fit under but i've been i'm really fucking with live instruments so maybe you're making a new genre you don't know it yet <laughs> maybe who knows um part of it all that's <laughs> good I don't know. Yeah. It, it, and you know, it, it's interesting because you know that it kind of leads into what else we you know we were gonna talk about, which is kind of I think probably like peak both of our interests immediately is brand identity. Yeah. Brand identity as an artist. Um. Oof, boy, that's ugh, I gotta I gotta stretch myself for this topic. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. I started having to do something on the last one. Brand identity is such a very complicated um topic. Because there's so many v- different ways you can view it. Um, and for me as an artist and how I view myself and how I brand myself, it's been the hardest thing to really capture or to figure out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I believe that the just be yourself is not really the answer. Um well, it, like, it, it is it, it, it really the, depends on what you're how you come out with originally you know what i mean yeah I, I mean i look at just be yourself is i feel like that's part of it right like this part of the formula but that's not the all be all that doesn't solve your brand identity just being yourself isn't enough in a sense like you gotta i guess it's kind of like i guess i'm looking at it like from a music or music business perspective because i'm i'm pretty sure that in a music industry like for anyone listening to this this is just me going off my own knowledge and from what i have researched um throughout the years i'm activated mode right now go watch t-pain if you don't know what activated means but (laughs) i'm in i'm a big brain mode right but from what from what i I, I hate when people say it though but they're like when i google this (laughs) <laughs> it's like oh you google that what do you do you click the first link but uh but not from what i've heard throughout the years and from what i've seen you know it's very like if let's say i signed you right nick the first thing that's automatically going to be spoken among pr and label execs is what's your image going to be you know how are people going to perceive you because the second you become big or whatever it may be the second you get that even like ounce of like I don't say notoriety, but popularity, you're stuck with that image. Like, yeah, you can change it, but then it's going to be, then you deal with the issues of, are you fake in your viewers' eyes or people's eyes? Or, you know, different. it, it starts to conflict, right? So that's why typically whatever your image is before you blow up or figuring out what your brand identity is, it's kind of important because you're kind of stuck with that. That's why I've never, I've never been a fan of people who follow this false persona, or false image of who they are because because yeah. then you're stuck with it it's like you, you don't have a choice you're you're kind of stuck <sighs> with that image now a lot of people actually I've, like, a lot of people do like get into actually i got into it with someone the other day about this shit man fucking 
you you ever you know listen to like Tyler Creator and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I can't get behind this new music because like he's literally becoming exactly the type of shit that he used to make fun of, like in his older music. You know what I mean? Like, like even yeah, it's just weird. It's really it's really weird for me, and I don't I don't like it. Like I. Uh, like, and people act like I'm not allowed to not like it. I'm like, dude, I just, I can't like Earthquake's a good song, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But like, I don't really like his voice. Do you like, think that he's like conforming to like? Social? I don't know what. I don't. I don't know about maybe social. Maybe he's trying to avoid being canceled for saying all the stuff that he said about like. In the past, you know, yeah, in the past, man, he was like super like. So do you think he's not being? He, was, he basically would be canceled, you know, like immediately, like for mm-hmm. the shit that he said in his like first two albums. I like those first two albums, you know what I'm saying? Like I was in, when I was in high school and shit, but like not that I have anything against like what he stands for now. I just don't like the way it sounds, and like I, people act like I'm not allowed to not like the way that shit sounds. Like I don't like his voice and singing, and then he like only time I do like is like Earthquake. The reason why I like Earthquake is because he was like doing that little like Baby Cardi shit, you know. <laughs> with the tones or whatever but i'm like i don't like the way he sings like off key or like everything he does is like always off key you know what i mean like even down to his beats they're like really obscure which is i really liked him in the beginning but like now it's like i don't know it's people uh, describe it as like experimental or whatever and i'm like i just i mean he doesn't give a fuck and he doesn't really have a reason to give a fuck but like i'm also not allowed to i'm not i'm also allowed to not like it so do you think he's changing his identity or his brand image oh, yeah. to more conform to, uh, I guess, be more more accessible to the general public? Is that how you think it, or that's how you view it? I like, don't even know. It's it's Tyler Creator. No one really really fucking because knows. I mean if he if he's still doing stand behind that shit for no reason. Because then, because then, that's where we like get down to the the meat of it, right? Do you think he's still true to himself and him as an Probably. artist that he first was when he first came out? Because that's where that's where I feel like the lies start to get kind of blurry, right? Like, let's 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 go with Drake, your favorite artist, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Drake has been probably the one artist who has changed their image and their brand so many times throughout the years. We came with yeah, so- now some like e boy stuff or something like that. Uh, I, sort of, kind of right now. Um. He he started off like some soft lover boy, then sort of a cocky dude, and then from cocky dude, then he went to sort of like a mob boss dude. Yeah. Um. Now from mob boss, now he's coming sort of into this from what he calls his album, his new one, certified lover boy, which is probably going to yeah. be him going into like this mob mob uh soft Drake fusion, which I guess you can call e boy. But um, that I can understand because he's like. I mean. But, everything he, everything he does like i don't know i guess i, I kind of am being like a little hypocritical with that shit because i don't i mean i don't really fuck with drake either but uh, because i mean like it, it's it's him and this is where like i guess it's like it shows how important brand is right but i don't know it just makes you really like wonder how you present yourself to the public um you know i think that was one of the things he always liked he used to brag about it a lot which i mean that's fair too because he can say it you know when he was like when i was coming up you know i didn't try to do a false persona and try and act hard i mean granted he's done it now but um yeah. when he was coming up he wasn't trying to put up a fake persona like he's this mob 
gangster that's living like this tough, hard life. He was just like, this is who I am. And he's like, I'm soft. If you, if you don't like it, you don't like it, you know? Um, but you know, that's, that was, that was his brand. That's how he, he presented himself. And I guess ultimately it sort of just leads back to like, or from my perspective, right? As an artist, you know, what does someone like me go through, go through my mind as an artist trying to brand himself? Cause I feel like that's, that's like been the biggest thing I've dealt with for the past two years. It, it already took me forever to find a name. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I found the name Wasabi Blues. Uh, you know, that yeah. that was the name that I was like, you know what? This is the one because I, I cycled through like four different names. And, you know, yeah. actually, and this is what we were talking about earlier. I was telling you how it's important to choose your name correctly. It's so important to choose your artist name. It's like choosing your artist name is like making a, a, a million dollar record deal. Like you can't like I mean, it's kind of a weird analogy. Maybe it's kind of like a far stretch, but. That's how serious it is. Like, I don't think artists get that how important your name is. Like, you might be lucky and be able to blow up and then get away like Kyle and have a name like Kyle as your artist name or like Drake and have your name like Drake. That's kind of why I went with the name I went with, to be honest with you. What, uh, Jack Nixon? Yeah, because I can just do whatever the fuck I want. It's me, you know? Yeah. Like, and, and, and this is the thing is like, with those artists, they have established those names at in the past for Drake. Like before Drake, like really look, all you have was like Drake Bell, right? From <laughs> Drake and yeah. Josh, and he was an actual musician. And I think at one point he actually had beef with Drake over that too. <laughs> like Drake had beef with Drake over Ooh, <laughs> his, oh, his name fucking blowing. I remember seeing it on Twitter, but um, but yeah, you know, like it's so important to choose a name that's not really taken or or. Or a name that's looked up like that, you know? Because the second you choose a name that's so... I guess... It's like choosing your kid's name, right? If you choose a name like Josh. And you name your, your artist name. I'm Josh. The second mm-hmm. people go to Google, they're, they're going to see a million Joshes. They're not even going to be close to finding you because there's a million celebrities. There's a million actors. Like, that's where the, the tagging comes in, man. Me and my friend were talking about that S S E O or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, search engine uh, S E O uh, search engine optimization. Yeah, um, and that shit kicks in. And that's where like branding is super important. Like you can't just call yourself something so generic that you can Google on the internet. Like when I did my own name, I Googled myself a million different times and a different ways to see what showed up. Is there anybody associated? Is there anybody called Wasabi Blues? Is there anyone associated with Wasabi Blues? You know, like I had to look up that name in a million different formats. And all I found was something about like, I don't know, sushi, blue wasabi or some shit. And then yeah. I had to look up. I was like, who's who, who, who the fuck is blue wasabi? Like I had to look mm. that up. And then I saw it's just like, it was nothing. Like it wasn't anything for me to be like, oh shit, can someone get confused for me for them? Are they popular? Yeah. You know, um, but you know brand identity is just so important and it's a topic that gets me heated up i guess because i feel like a lot of artists don't get that and i try to i've tried to express it with like friends of mine and you know i i talked to rad about it um i think you saw him in the chat a couple days ago like i was telling him about it because i asked him i was like what do you want your artist name to be and i was like whatever you want your artist name to be google it and see what shows up because it's very important um your name has to be accessible. It has to be. It has to roll off the tongue. 
That was another thing when I was looking at my name. I was like, my name has to roll off the tongue when I say it. Because I'm going to say my name in songs eventually. You know? Like, if I was like, my name is D Wasabi Blue Beep or D what Wasabi. Or I don't know. Some like words. Like It's like when you sing, right? And you have syllables and the syllables have to come together. It's like that, yeah. right? So you need something that rolls off the tongue nice. Yeah, you know, it can't be like, I'm the Xbox controller. Hit you up in the in the you know something I don't know right you know it's gonna sound weird you know and, and I don't know I feel like I'm going I'm I'm like an old man just like run, like rambling on but I don't know it's just if there's anything anybody takes from this episode please consider your brand identity for the love of God it's so important like do not skimp on that like yes you make music that's cool yes it's popping what's up you know but do not knock your image like it, it's super important and. It's realistically what makes or breaks you because you have to take a lot of things into consideration. Like for like social media perspective too, that's super important. Um, social media is like a very crucial part of your identity and your brand now. Um, like I don't know if you saw Lil Nas X, he know he's he's super in tune with his fan base. Um, like he knows his fan base is a lot of kids. He's doing a fucking Roblox concert, my boy. Like yeah, I just saw that on <laughs> Oculus. Like, I'm like, like literally, literally just saw that on Oculus. Like he's so in tune with his fan base, and he knows he, he's appealing to him. And like his Twitter, last I checked, his Twitter is just like full of memes and relatable I, like I posts. I the fuck out of that shit. <laughs> like he would tweet like constantly every day, and he would post like relatable memes and relatable <laughs> posts and just you know things like that. But what is he doing? He's doing the right things because he's he's following his brand persimit or his brand image and what he feels his fan base is and he's catering to them. I mean, I don't know if I think an artist should cater to their fan base exactly, but I mean, he's doing the right stuff. So he doesn't become irrelevant. He didn't want to just become that one hit wonder that just obscures into nobody land, even though his new single didn't probably do that. Well, last I checked, it's called holidays apparently. Um, but you know, he, he did the right things. And you know, that's where like, when you go to an artist page, like I tried to tell my friend a long time ago, like, Let's say you promote yourself, right, Nick? When an artist or when a when a fan goes to your page, you have to think, what is their initial reaction going to be? If, let's say, you just have pictures of food, right? They're going to be like, is this, the fuck is this? Is this even a music artist? Like, you know, like, they're going to they're gonna question that. Like, typically, when, if, when someone comes to your page, you want them to see that, hey, yeah, you found the right page, and yes, I make music, and I like to do other cool things. Um, you have to give people a reason to follow you. Like that that's literally part of your brand image because yeah, you can have people listening to music, but you want them to follow you so that you can promote your music to them too. And if all you do on your page is post pictures of food or you're the most boring person on this goddamn planet and you don't have anything fun or exciting um happening, then you know you, why should someone follow you? You know? I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. What do you think? I don't, I don't know, man. I, I feel like none of that, like, the social media um, shit matters for the most part, at least to me. Like, is I, I tune that shit out. I But I'm not going to lie, at the same time, some of the artists that I do fuck with post some funny-ass shit. What the hell did I just do? I can still hear you. No, no, I'm, I'm um, trying to prep for my next Let's Play through. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, so, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, some of the artists I, I fuck with, they 
<clears throat> they post some funny ass shit in there on their Twitter or whatever. Like, father just named his new album called "Come Outside." We ain't finna jump you, and he's like <laughs> laying down. Like, <laughs> yo, you heard that shit? The new father album? Yeah. <laughs> The album's the album's pretty good, but the the name alone is so funny. Come outside, we ain't finna jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, Melty Cannon's on it too again. But Love you know, it's, 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 see, that's the thing, you know, like when you see an artist page, you know, you gotta like for me, right? If I view an artist page, I sort of have to see a reason to follow them other than because I like the artist, right? Like, yeah. Like, I, I used to follow Kanye West on Twitter when I used to be big on Twitter just so I could see the crazy shit he would post. But if he didn't post anything at all, if it was just, like, regular normal shit, I probably wouldn't follow him because I'm just like, I don't really give a fuck. Like, you have to, like, for me as a viewer or a listener, you have to give me a reason to kind of follow you. You know, does that make sense? Like, yeah. and then once you get me in, then whenever you promote your music, then I'm going to be like, oh, shit, let me check out his song because you already got me in. You already got me following you. Um. You know, and then that that leads sort of into I guess the next point is promoting your music. You know that I think that's probably and then, oh, I guess I'm going to talk about it. I'm pretty sure. Have you heard about Spotify and what they're doing? Mm-mm. They're doing it where, so currently as it is, artists as you know, do not get a lot of royalties, let alone from streaming. Right mm-hmm. now, what Spotify is doing is they're giving artists an option. To cut their revenue in half, that's already small, give, give that, all right? To cut it in half and, chant, and to allow Spotify to have them boost your, your song, in a sense, to be have a better chance of being seen by listeners. So pretty much you're giving up. kind of cool. But here's, I don't know, it's a controversial topic that I don't know where I feel like I, I lie on because some view it as payola, which is pretty much making this a point where now you're just pretty much like saying it, some people look at it, it's setting a bad precedent because then it's saying that, Hey, we're okay with taking even less money, even though we're not making a lot to begin with off our streams, just take all our money away because I want a better chance of my music being heard by listeners. Um, I think, I think it becomes more complicated and annoying with artists who are bigger, who actually tend to make decent money off their music. As a small artist, though, I, I mean, I can see why people would be upset because now you're starting to create a pay-to-win factor, right? I guess that's how it's viewed. It's like a pay-to-win factor. That's how it always is, though. Yeah, yeah, and that's where I was kind of confused by this. Like, I was like, for the most part, a lot of artists, at least artists in the industry, those record labels pay for spots. Like, you're, you're, you're a fool. Like, I mean, anyone who's listening to this, is no offense if, if, if you end up believing that, you know, all of it's genuine, but you're, you're, you're a fool if you don't, if you don't think the music industry isn't paying for spots to have their artists promoted. Like, I guarantee a lot of these, like, playlists from Spotify, there might be a couple hand-picked artists from editors, right? I'm not going to knock that they're, you know, they don't have editors actually, like, listening to music, but... A lot of those playlists are probably populated with record labels paying the money to say, hey, put my artists in there. I want them to blow up. You know, I found some artists on my Discover Weekly that have like 3,000 viewers on a song or like less than 1,000 viewers on a song. So I don't know. They have a crazy algorithm. I haven't exactly figured out where they get their information from, but I love it. 
I think it's like a mixture, right? Like, and that, that's the thing. Like, I don't think it's a hundred percent all record labels, right? But I think it's a very, it's a, it's a percentage balance. Let's go with seventy-five to twenty-five percent, right? Twenty-five percent is organic artists mixed into the algorithm, with the seventy-five percent being pay-to-win record labels. And now what Spotify is doing is taking, let's say they're taking away ten percent of that organic, uh algorithm right for artists and taking it and giving it to all the small artists or any artists in general right and say hey cut your revenue we'll give you a chance we'll, we'll, we'll give you a better opportunity to get your music heard and then what you're left with is you're left with 15 percent of organic just straight organic promotion then and hopes that the algorithm picks you up um as an artist, uh, though, there was, there was, um, I think it was Big Baby Scumbag was actually talking about this shit the other day on Twitter, mm-hmm. and he was saying, "Hell yeah!" Um, because, I think it's good for small artists. If I'm yeah. being completely honest, yeah. um, he was like, "Hell yeah!" I think the problem is is that it's it's kind of like rich people versus broke people in taxes, almost in a weird way. Follow me on this analogy for a second yeah. for people right. listening. Um, because for the artists that are already making money, like for the artists who make over a million plays and they can do that with like ease, to them, it's not gonna make a difference. Really. Yeah, they're not gonna give a shit. Yeah. But but it's more of like creating an opportunity for smaller artists, is what I feel like. Is that? But here's the thing. See, it becomes that. But then what it's gonna do is it might. They're, I think they're more afraid that it might set a precedent that allows Spotify and maybe shows other music uh, streaming services that they can get away with paying you even less money. You see where I'm going with now? It it, it start, What they're afraid of is that it's going to set a bad precedent on seeing how low can they go with paying artists out if they, give, if they sprinkle them something else in return. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Like, what's the guarantee? Like, for me, right? My music... I, I average nine, 19 listeners a month. I don't, it's to me, it is what it is. Like, it's yeah. all right, but you know, like, what what is this service going to do for me? Like, if I, if I say, hey, Spotify, you know what? Fuck my revenue. Cause to be honest, I'm not making revenue like that anyway. I think maybe this year I made 20 bucks if I'm lucky. If I'm lucky. Uh, but, you know, I say, yeah, you know what? Spotify, take my revenue. But 20 then, bucks, you might cable. <laughs> it can upgrade the studio. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it's like, what is that going to get me then? I feel like if I tell Spotify to cut my revenue, I have to be guaranteed something in some form, like because what it is is it's like you're gambling. That's what it is. You're pretty much gambling. You're saying, hey, take away my my revenue or cut my revenue in half, but you you'll promote me or some or however you promote me in your algorithm. You know, um, you know, I I feel like it's creating a rift, and you have people that are for it and people are against it. The people that are against it are the ones who believe that the music industry and in general Spotify is not pay to win. Um, and that is all, it's all organic, which yeah, man, I feel like everything's paid to win with this shit. Yeah. I, I believe like Spotify is going to tell you that, no, you can't pay to get on their playlist and all that, but you know, goddamn well, you, you got fucking record labels dropping stacks and they're, yeah. like, they like, we know you're struggling to stay afloat, stay in business. So <laughs> we drop you some cash and you, you get, you get our artists in your playlist. I mean, we're just saying, and Spotify's gonna be like, yup. And they're going to take that cash. 
Because yeah, that's, I mean, that's, as soon as I log in, I see someone's new album. It's the first thing you see, you know, underneath your playlist or whatever. But like, actually, I'll show you. I'll see why. I don't know if my camera will work for it. But. And the thing is, like, and it's not like Spotify promoting these artists out of the goodness of their heart. They're that's not happening. Spotify don't work like that. Spotify promotes whoever's the biggest bidder at that time and who wants that spotlight on Friday. Like you think you think Ariana's Grande's new album, she you think her team didn't pay to promote that shit everywhere? Of course they did. Like everyone knew about this shit. Like, yeah, word of mouth and Twitter is cool, but they know better than that. They're still gonna tell Spotify, put that album on the front page. We don't care how much money, you know? Um, you know, it's just how it works. Um but I don't know. It, it, I feel like as an artist, and I guess as a small, small artist, you can only do so much in promotion of yourself until you gotta pay to pay to play. Like that's literally the music industry in a nutshell. It's pay to play. Like if you're lucky, you might get that one hit, or you might get that one one person that finds it that has a following already that can promote yeah. the, promote your song to their follow. It's like my song game, right? I was telling someone I'm at like over a thousand Shazams. I got like all these plays on my song. I don't even know where it's being played, but this shit's being played <laughs> in like the. It's being played in like all these different like Taiwan, China, um, Europe. You know, like all these different locations. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't even know. It's like well, yeah. my, I made the song back in 2015 you know, or 16, but I guess one person that was semi-decent played the song and it just it went from there. Um, I don't know how they find music out, out in other countries in all honesty, but it's pretty dope because like they really be taking in the culture. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool as fuck. And you know, it just, it, it just leads into this point where it's just like, you know, what is it like as an artist in 2020? Like, like realistically, you know, the biggest thing everyone always tells you is don't get into music as a profession unless you really know what you're getting into, which I kind of agree with. Like you, you can't view music as like a professional job or a task until you really like you. You make it until you're in the black. That's what I like to say. When you're <laughs> when your cost, you you know what I mean by it though, right? Yeah, I know. When yeah. your when your cost of to stay afloat making music is offset by the revenue that you make in. Um, and so then music's just a hobby and it's an expensive hobby. It's like any other hobby, really. Um, not even just like economically expensive, like the time is. Oh yeah. Super time consuming. And you know, that's where people normally tend to tell you, well, if you enjoy it, then that's all that matters. And that's like, yeah, I enjoy it. But, but I could be using my, my time more efficiently too. It kind of leads into, you know, um, it kind of leads into streaming, right? Like I've kind of, I don't think I've touched on it with you most times, but you know, typically uh, I've told people like, I enjoy streaming for what it is, right? I love streaming. Streaming is fun, but you have to figure out a point in time where you're like, should I really keep in, keep investing my time streaming right now? Or should I use that time towards something else? Maybe, maybe That's another route. I've been, yeah. I've been cutting that, cutting back on like doing that and like spending more time on music. Like I've been really fucking, really been doing this music shit this week for sure because hopefully it, i can keep a good balance of because i like i don't know i don't like playing video games on the reg now like I, when i play like like once i hit it like affiliate i'm like you know, i can stream anything you know, i can literally just be like chilling like i was doing some wiring on my fucking car and was just like streaming and people coming and chatting and I'm talk, you know what i'm saying talking yeah. and shit it's just i don't know it's just a different way to you know, you're bored, you're chilling. Other people are bored, they're chilling. Might as well just link up. 
because I look at it. And you know, that's where like I've, it sort of ties back into I guess brand identity, right? Like, how do you want yourself to be presented? That's um, true. If you want to be like professional and shit, and if you want to build a following, that's how I view it, right? Um, eventually, you have to you have to cross that line of somewhat professionalism, right? Like, like when you want to get a job, you're not gonna come in fucking wearing some some fucking flip flops and a t shirt and some shorts and what's up, guys? What's up, bro? I'm ready to work. You're applying for my boy. <laughs> got got some sunglasses on. Be like, hey, I just came from the beach. I'm ready to work. <laughs> They're gonna look at you and be like, get the fuck out of here. You know, and you know, that's sort of how it is. Like when you go on the Twitch, like you got to realize, like, and that's where I was telling people, I'm like, yeah, I enjoy streaming. Right. But, you know, I had to learn at a point where I'm like, you know what? Maybe streaming just isn't the right time yet because streaming. And this is me 100 percent. I'm saying this is facts. I don't care what anybody says, but your your stream 90 percent of the time and how your channel goes is dictated by your chat. If your chat's dead, your stream's dead. I, I don't care what anybody says. It is 100% facts. People want to come into a stream that feels cozy and comfy and feel like that they can be like your friend, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. If they come into your chat and it's dead and you're literally the only person there, you're either going to get the viewer who is shy and doesn't want to be the first person to say something or you're going to get the other one who just doesn't give a fuck and just going to be like, this chat's dead. I'm out, you know? And then you might get that third viewer who it's very rare, but you might get them that's open to talk with you and then they'll get you started and then they're going to gauge if they want to stay in here and be the only one talking to you. And most times, most viewers don't. They they don't want to be the only yeah, one talking to you. they'll stay for a minute and be like, yo, what's up? Or I've they'll, had people they'll like, gauge it. yeah, I've had people join and they've been like, oh, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, they tell their story or whatever, you, you know, and it's like. Like they, or they'll help you out or something. They'll give you some tips on whatever you're doing. Or they're like, like when I was playing like Need for Speed, one dude was like giving me like tunes and stuff on like different cards. And it's like, yeah, try this out, try this out. And I'm like, okay, it's cool, you know? And I'm like, some people don't like that shit though. Like some people don't like people coming in the chat and be like helping them out or whatever. Oh, yeah, backseat or gaming. Tips. Yeah. But not even backseat gaming. Like, like in general, like I was playing Albion and this guy was like, Yo, I'll give you guys like some good gear so you guys don't have to grind for early level gear. I'll just drop it off for you guys so y'all can get started and actually enjoy the game. My homie was like, Oh man, don't don't be doing that shit, man. We're just we're trying to unwind from work, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm chilling, dude. Like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't have to do it. Yeah, like I, I mean I'll take it. And whenever you're like, damn, I wish I had a mount, like, don't worry, I got six of them in my inventory because his <laughs> homie went and dropped it for me. You know, you know, he want to heal us and shit during the raid, and you're like, oh fucking, we're over here dying in the damn raid. You're like, damn, I wish we had a good healer. I'm like, oh, I bet you, bet you wish did. <laughs> you know, people just want to help and you know, hang out and shit and join up. You know, link up. It's the fucking internet. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like that shit. Some people just want to like just be chilling with their friends, which there ain't nothing I guess wrong about it. But I feel like if you gotta, you're just someone who's just vibing out, right, like. Like, let's take away the brand identity and everything that we've been talking about. If you're just someone who likes just to play games, I feel like if you just stream, it's perfect, right? It's There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. But the second you want to come in and you want to grow a following, which is what I really kept trying to express to people. Because they'll ask me, they'll be like, why don't you want to stream? Like, you should be doing it for fun, yada, yada. I'm like, I do it for fun, but, but I could be doing this in my own time laying in my bed chilling. I'm like... There's a point where streaming to literally like one or two people for four hours 
and like getting nothing out of it is a point where you got to cut. It's like cutting your cost, right? Like this time where I could have just spent playing games for like an hour and then going back and doing something else instead of spending four hours directly gaming. Like it's a point where like I enjoy the gaming aspect and I enjoy doing it a lot. Are you about like setting up schedules and stuff like that? Yeah, that too. You know, like, okay, yeah. Because I mean, See, I don't, I don't have a schedule or nothing like that. I just go live. I'm like, fuck it. If you're here, you're here. If you're not, you're not. I don't. I, mean, I don't know. It, it, it's <laughs> I that, get what you're it, saying though. Yeah, it's like it's it's part of it. Like even if you don't have a schedule, right? It's still presentability, right? Like if you let me do an a, a, a example right like i streamed persona 5 like a couple days ago right i streamed that shit like 6 a.m i couldn't sleep i just put <laughs> yeah I, I put cozy stream can't sleep i had no mic on i was just streaming the game no webcam no nothing realistically as an artist and someone who should be caring about their brand image that's the worst thing you can possibly do because when you go live and it gets sent out to people who are who are following you. It's telling them, "Hey, you're live." If they come into your stream, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck is this? Where's the cam? Where's the mic?" He's not even talking. Like you, you, you have to build this. It's like what I said, a brand. It's like when you go to yeah. T Pain's shit, right? Like I know you've seen T Pain's shit pop off. You see people promote him, and you see clips. Like when he did that little freestyle shit. Now you're gonna expect that when you come into his stream, and he does it every time at the beginning of his stream, because that's what he creates. He creates this. What you yeah. it creates like Consist- an expectation, yeah. yeah. And you know, creating and creating an expectation and then upholding it is very hard to do, especially especially when you don't have viewers, because eventually that's where you're like, why am I keeping up this expectation? Why am I keeping these high standards? If and this is and this is speaking like you do it for like a a good time, right? Like you're doing this yeah. like consistently and you're still not seeing nothing. Then you're like should I really be investing this much time in it then? Like, should I really be streaming like three times a week or four times a week for like four or five hours? Like I did it before. Actually, I I actually did it in 2018. I deleted all my VODs, but if you, if you were to go back in time or you were around my stream at that time, you would see, I literally try to stream like almost every day or every other day. And I was streaming for like three to four hours and it sort of worked, but a lot of it comes down to luck and choosing the right games and, and filling the niche. Um, yeah. You know, if that you is can- also true. Like what you are playing, you know what I'm saying? What you're playing and like, like me, like when I do a set, I have like the fucking, I got the wheel cam. I got the, you know, the VR and shit like that. Like having VR brings people, having the wheel cam brings people having, you know, like I see people with like the, the foot cam and shit too. And mm-hmm. then they're like, because they that's like interesting. A, they have like a really nice setup. I'm like, damn, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that. So I feel what you're saying, like for sure. And then what happens like, is you, you kinda, get those yeah, dedicated. You, you gotta people. Like, yeah. Like it, it's 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 just very. I guess it's, this is me speaking from years of knowledge now. At this point, I feel like some fucking guru. But and <laughs> obviously, you know, I'm gonna get those one or two people who, if they are, they end up listening. They're gonna be like, well, you so smart on this, then weren't you successful? And I'm like, because I I don't. I don't follow what I preach most times. I know it works. I literally know it works because I've studied this shit. It's just, it's hard for me to, to really follow what I preach. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's realistically, if you want to do good on Twitch at this point, first of all, you got to do your research. You got to do your market research. Then you got to figure out what makes you stand up. The rules, bro. The rules too. Like that shit's getting crazy now. Oh yeah, DMCAs. Yeah, you got to be that and your wording and like, Cause me, like I, you know how I am. Like I don't, mm. 
I don't care about anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> I have to like, I have to like limit what people talk about and this, that, and the other. And I, it kind of does take away from like me relaxing sometimes, you know, have to like, like, oh man, I hope he don't say nothing stupid. <laughs> and, you know, like, hey, you see a little purple next to my name on Discord, dog. Don't be coming in here. Come in here with the whoop de whoop, you know what I'm saying? You get me banned. But at the same time, I'd be like, man, fuck it. If I get banned, I get banned. Mm. Like and you I'm know just it, really, and that's what that's kinda like, like that's kinda like how I got to the point now where I'm just like I don't I don't care because if I get if I get banned, it's not like I'm it's not like I was trying to like make a career out of it or anything. I just was like, I'm gonna try it, you know? Yeah. And it hasn't and, been going bad. And you know, that's the thing where like for me, I've streamed on Twitch for so fucking long. Like, this isn't my first yeah. channel. So, I like, I've, I've been, I've been at points where I've had like 40, 50 viewers back when I was catering to one specific game, right? Yeah. And, you know, the, it's a fun experience. And this is back before like music was really taking off. Like, I wasn't really doing music like that. I was just trying to be a streamer. That's all I wanted to do. Um, yeah. And I think, I think especially right now, it's me as a, a musician it becomes a lot harder for me to try and balance that time and, and yeah effort. that's kicking my ass bro because uh, between work and music and like streaming finding out what game to play i got like i have a problem now where i'm like i got too many damn games like i'm over here downloading new games like i'm <laughs> i'm like right now i just finished doing like setting up need for speed underground 2 Mm-hmm. And I still got like 300 games on my Steam library. I ain't even touch yet, really. You know. And you know that's the thing. Like, eventually you want to play what you want to play. Like, let's. I guess this is more like from my perspective, right? Like, I want to play what the fuck I want to play. That would be the dream, right? But if yeah. you go to being realistic, and let's say I had like a, a PR marketing team, they're gonna tell me don't do that. They'll be like, you're stupid. They were like, yeah. you want to build a fan base? Don't play what you want to play. That new Demon's, yeah. they were like that new Demon Souls that came out for PS5. Don't play that on stream. If you want to play it, play it on your own time. Because the second you play it, you're going to be at the bottom of the list with a million other streamers trying to stream the same game. Yeah. I guess that's kind of the reason why I'm doing, like, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm doing great. Like, I don't have, like, I'm like a partner or anything like that. But, I mean, I've, I, I got, like, you know, I, would, I don't know. I would say I probably have, like, a small amount of viewers at all times, you know, like, mm-hmm. below 10, I guess. But, like, there it's consistent because i'm playing like i'm playing games that people love you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you got the diehard like, fans yeah it's cool man because like it's a game i you know I'm, I'm playing games i love and people are playing games you know what i'm saying they're, they're watching me play games that they love they're like damn i want to do this too and i'm like yo you want to play it here's a link mm-hmm. you know like here's how you can do it you know or i'm like like i've been doing um what's that shit called like reduxes like mm-hmm. so like it's the same game, but it's like modernized, like with 4K textures and shit. Like, like I did the most wanted. I just finished that yesterday, but you know, with the 4K textures and all that shit, and it's, and it's an ultra wide. And you're like, oh shit, that looks good as hell. Like, that's basically <laughs> like I wish EA would have did that. And I'm like, yo, if you want to do it, like, here's the link to the mods or whatever. You know what I mean? It's not, not and, hard or anything. And I think that's the thing where, like, when I say I don't follow what I preach, that's exactly it, you know? Like, the games I stream, I don't know if you've ever taken a look sometimes at games I stream, but I, for the most part, don't stream any niche games, or I don't try to anymore. I end yeah. up streaming, because I want to stream what I want to play. So, yeah. I'm streaming secure. It's all about what you want, man. Like, and, and that's the like, thing, like, and and that's what sucks, is it is what I want, right? But from a 
a business perspective and someone who likes to value their time, it doesn't make, I'm wasting time and I hate when I waste time. Like I've enjoyed streaming. Like, I guess it's because I've done streaming for so many years now. And because I know how it works. That's why I'm so. I think I'm done streaming FPS games, man. Oh, good luck getting viewers on that shit. My boy. Realistically. God. And that's the thing. Like you gotta be a shroud or some shit. Like I, I'm not here to, I won't, I won't toot my own horn. But I consider myself pretty fucking good at FPSs. But the thing is, for me to blow up in an FPS category when I already don't have a, like a following to begin with, I have to find like a niche category before it blows up, or a category of like a decent following. I can't, I can't pop myself in the Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and, and shit, I'm not gonna be pulling in viewers because you know how people stream that shit. God, yeah, you got a million people, so yeah. You know, it, I feel like there's more people streaming Call of Duty than fucking playing than, than watching <laughs> Call of Duty. In all honesty, there's and, so many goddamn people streaming that shit, and it'd be like one like I don't even click on the category. In all honesty, like it doesn't even I mean, it might pop up on my Twitch page of like games that I played because I I might have streamed it before, and then like I don't know I, like I, after streaming Tarkov and shit, I'm like man fuck streaming Tarkov man it's, it's just too boring to watch like people who. People only watch when you're in raid to leave when you're out of raid, which is understandable. No one wants wants to watch you fucking build guns and play, you know, battle Tetris and shit. Mm-hmm. Like they want to see some running, they want to see some chat ass playing, or like pick up some new tips. So if you're gonna be you're gonna be streaming some shit, you better be doing some fucking, you know, jumping down boxes to get behind people, or like you know, you gotta be real quick with looting, real quick with what you do. And that's the thing, like you know, that's just playing the game differently as a whole. And that's just like a streamer. Like, if you look at it, it's like, how do, how am I going to grow my channel? Like, games that are fun to watch and games that aren't fun to watch. Uh, at one point, when I didn't give a shit, I was streaming Persona 4. Literally, it's a fun game. Great game. I recommend it to anybody. But, yeah. but as a viewer... You God Eater? Yeah, I play God Eater. It's pretty dope. I did it on stream, like, years ago, though. Um, fun games. Years. No, no. I've only done... A, I own two. And I own the first and second. I want three, though. I've, I, I kind of want three. It looks pretty dope. I think I have all three. Um, it's it's a fun though. Like Persona is a great game, and I recommend it to anybody. But it's a boring game to watch. Just as my friend told me, like, he, cause he he's one of the few people who come to my streams and likes to chill out and watch it. But he was just like, he's like, hey man, this is boring. And I was like, I don't. Every time you. I pop in, you're dipping out. Like, oh, <laughs> I've noticed. I've been like, I'm, I'm there for like the last like 20 minutes of your of your fucking feed. Uh, I mean, sometimes I have long streams. Um, it just depends, I guess, the time you come through. Like, I think yeah. one time I did, like, a stream until, like, 2 o'clock your time in the morning. Because I was like, oh, fuck it. I got energy. Let's keep going in this bitch. Yeah. And I started watching, like, army videos and shit like that. But, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, as a streamer, it just it gets very complicated, especially then if you're an artist and you want to blow up as well. Like, you got fucking Logic on there, Soldier Boy, T-Pain. Like, you got yeah. music artists on there. And if you're a musician who wants to stream themselves, I say go for it, but understand that you're going into such a crowded space that I hope you're fine with just nobody in your chat for the longest time. Like when I was working on that OnlyFans song, it's a grind, I was, man. I was lucky to have people in that chat, like, cause it would have if I didn't have nobody. Day, if I didn't have nobody in that chat at the time when I was trying to create like lyrics, you know how boring that shit would have been. Just me saying, "Hey, anybody got answers?" and then just crickets. Like that's, that's it. It kind of ruins the fun of the music making process because I can just make songs off stream. I don't need to be live making them. 
Yeah. And I find it more comfortable to make songs off stream, actually. But when you have people in the chat watching with you and you, and, and you have them like interact with helping make a song, it becomes so much more fun. Um, and that's where I'm like, chat is pretty much like the basis of your channel. If your chat is dead. You might also say fuck your stream because nobody's going to really give you the time of day unless you're already an established artist or an established celebrity or, or influencer. That it's also engagement too, man. Like when you have viewers in there, like, oh, you yeah. got, like <laughs> you're streaming and you got three or four viewers, like talk to your damn viewers, yo. Like, and you, you know get, what I mean? That and you don't have to stop what you're doing, but just what's up, chat? How y'all feeling today? You know what I'm saying? Like, what y'all got up? What you've been doing? You just waking up? You about to go to bed? What's or up? you get uh well and then i mean sometimes the biggest rules that people like to say is don't look at your view count because then you start to get yeah. really paranoid which i don't look at my view count either i don't give a shit about it um i do occasionally just uh just just so i know how i'm going to engage chat like because i i have to do mentally i like i'll just like tune everything out that i'm even streaming if i don't so like every like 20 30 minutes or so I'll like pop over to my other monitor and be like, all right, what's up? I think what I'll probably do? start doing it more now just to see how successful streams are doing just in terms of yeah. where to go. Cause it's I a do... trial and error thing, man. Oh yeah, definitely. I, like I said, I've done streams that have been successful and I've, I've actually been at one point pretty successful and consistent. But... Yeah. I remember. Yeah. And you like know, average, like now, bit of viewers. now I get stream labs and I get my, my, my feedback report after like a four hour stream be like unique viewers too. In total views, four. I'm like, fuck this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, four hours for this? Like, it's not one of those things where it's like, I'm Yeah, when you're used to something different, yeah. It's no, like, it's, it's, I wouldn't say ungrateful. You're just used to, like, shit different, you know? Yeah, it's, it's like, what the fuck is this? This is trash. And then that's where you have to be like... And from a business point of view, then, that's where... I hate, I hate to keep saying it like that. But, like, from, from that perspective, that's where you're like, well, it's time to drop this game and try something different. Like... It's like something is not right, especially if you're streaming in a category that's not that populated. Either there's no viewers to be had in that category or your stream is not eye-catching. Like right now, what my backdrop and how things are, this is a lot more pleasing to someone who looks at a thumbnail when trying to decide what stream to look at, right? Yeah, that if is I, also true. Have been I, nice. If I was here and I, I have my thing set up and I go here and I'm like, well, shit, I just got like a white light on and this is bright as fuck. First of all, you see how fucking trash my room is, right? You know, it, it, it fucking trash. They're gonna see that. And they're like, it's not, it's not eye catching. But they see this fucking pink, purple color shit. They be like, whoa, 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 what the fuck is this? It, this it, yeah. look, it looking like a vibe in this place, you know? And then if you got some chill like copyright music or copyright free music in the background, and then they're bumping a lot, they be like, all right, all right, this is kind of chill. But yeah. if you fucking you got your you got your fucking white light on and you're chilling just dead straight and just Hey guys. Hi, how are y'all doing? And then you get that viewer that like left a comment like four minutes ago and you looked at it, oh my bad. How are you doing? <laughs> they're already gone. <laughs> they, they, they already left. They're 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 not gonna want to be in the stream no more because real time engagement is so important. If yeah. you know if 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 it's like you came into my chat and you're like hi and then I don't reply back until like ten minutes later, you're gonna be like fuck this stream like three minutes in, because you're gonna feel like I'm the only doing this chat. How's he not noticing me? I've done yeah. that. <laughs> I've done that in other chats. I'll go and be like, hey, how's it going? And then they'd be like, they're like over here in this corner, just gaming along with their monitor, like over here, and they're just playing. And then like I'll be like, hey, and then like five minutes go by, and then they'll like, 
hey wasabi blues how are you doing i'm like fuck out of here fuck out of here like come on broly like you're gonna stream at least care a little bit about your setup to like keep an eye on 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 shit but i don't know i just god that that shit went on way too deep but i don't know it's just the moral considering changing my my room setup for for uh for stream i'm thinking about getting like a new ipad and just using well i'm not fucking watching scooby-doo but like i'm thinking about getting a newer one because for some reason this one won't sign yeah it won't sign into my twitch so i've been like i've been basically just been keeping like little distraction videos and shit on here and you know i got my phone on the wireless charger on top of my keyboard or whatever so like i've I have reasons to look over in this corner. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have reasons because my other stuff stays on this monitor and my Discord stays over here. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I got my game. I got, you know, people I'm talking to and I have, like, people I'm also talking to. So, I'm I'm, I'm keeping myself on a swivel. So, I'm, like, always watching what's, you know, what's going on. Yeah, this, and you got this guy just creeping up in the room. I think a setup is super important these days for Twitch viewers. <laughs> Like most people, like obviously you don't need a green screen. You don't need to be a floating fucking head. But if your backdrop Space looks, rig. if your backdrop looks like you're chilling in a fucking like garbage can, then they're gonna look at your shit and they're gonna be like, eh, I don't know if I really want to watch this. I need to paint that door. Um, fucking look at my walls. You can see my shit ain't paint. I mean, luckily this lighting. That I'm actually probably gonna stick with this lighting. I fuck with it. Like, it's a straight. It's a. To come in. Like this is a straight copy of like T Patient, but I can see why he digs it. This shit's fucking chill. Like I used to do green. Oh, like on, a like you. a darker like a dark green. Like this? A little bit darker. Let's see. Like that same shade of the purple, but just like a dark green. That's how I used to keep my room back in back in my mom's house. Kinda like this? Yeah. Like I said that I feel like like lighting now, like I'm starting to realize the importance of that shit, and that's why I kind of got the light bulb too, because um, this shit has like a whole bunch of different presets and shit. Like that one's pretty fucking yeah. wavy, but it's kind of too pinkish for me. But you know, like I don't know, it's it's super important as a as a streamer. Like if anyone takes anything from this podcast, please, for the love of God, think about your brand identity. Think about how people perceive you, like. And don't, God, this is the last thing I like. I hate to be on, like, this is probably, like, the most engaged I've been in a podcast episode so far. But for the love of God, please don't rely on your friends for, like, all your feedback on how your stuff is. Please resort to other people that you might not fuck with 100%, but they don't know your shit. Like, to, to like, they're not super, like, close with you. So they're not as likely to gas you up. I feel like a lot of people get, um gaslit too much by their friends green lighted and shit yeah they were like oh man that shit's hot and realistically like earlier i was when i was mixing that song and shit in the uh on on you know earlier today mm-hmm. i was in a gram server we're all like they're all just chilling <laughs> laying down and like watching movies and shit and i'm like hey you guys want to listen to something i'm working on they're like yeah, yeah. i'm like all right tell me what you think and they're like straight up was like yeah this needs to be slid and i'm like yeah i know i'm still sliding shit but i just meant like the beat and they're like oh the beat straight mm-hmm. okay like, and like that's... i really like the beat and i'm like cool i'm glad i don't make shitty beats i guess <laughs> i've done things sometimes i don't do it as much now but i used to back then i used to sometimes make trash songs on purpose 
and send just it to people see. just to see if they're going to say it's hot or not. And if they say it's hot, I'm like, you're not listening to my music again because that means you're, you're just telling me it's hot just for the hell of it. Yeah, green light and shit. I'm like, that, it, it's super important to anyone who listens to this as an artist or anything. Please have, like, if you have to do, like, tests between, like, circles. Have, like, you'll eventually find that circle of people that you know you can rely on for honest, like, true feedback. And that's what you want as an artist or as a creator in general. Um, you don't want Yes Men. That's how you get Chance the Rapper, the Big Day album. That shit got shit. You remember that? They got shitted on, like, super hard. I don't hard. even listen to it. But you remember that there album? There were so many people that were just like, yeah, I know so many people that were like, don't listen to it. That I was like, all right, I'm taking word for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like that's an I album. That's, it's an album that was literally created on Yes Men. That just told me, yeah, this shit's hot, bro. Release yeah. it. And when you get that, then you're going to get that type of feedback, especially if you're popular. But um, I don't know. It's it, it's so complicated. I almost want to. I want to do like a part two one day, but. I'm going to save it for another time because we got on for a good minute on this topic. Um, anything that you wanted to discuss? Anything that's caught your eye over the past week or two? Um, not really, man. I've been focusing on myself pretty hard, honestly, since like the last one. Ben. Like I'm, <laughs> ben. I mean, I've been, especially like me, like I was sick and shit like earlier. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking to me. I was like, nah, dude, for real. I had to go to the doctor and shit. Yeah, nah, but yeah, I've I've been just been chilling, kind of he... like focusing on the room. I started ordering, you know, shit for the room. I got finished the desk. That's done. I've just been like really, really excited to work on shit, and that's basically what I've been doing. Just working on shit, and chilling with someone. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Staying in the house. I'm trying to think if I had anything. I mean, I heard I, some new music, but I showed it to you already. I'm getting back in the metal and shit. I think we'll, I think we'll eventually have a segment. We'll, we'll make a segment one day for music, like we're, not where we play it, of course, because you know it's DMCA heaven. But yeah, the part where we'll discuss things that we listen to, because I know that's something that we have discussed multiple times before on the podcast, a, a music segment where we talk about what we gone over or what we listened to, like that song I sent you earlier. That was a bop. Yeah, that fire. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, I'll tell the people that are listening because they're gonna be like, "Yo, what song is it?" You can't just say it, and then you know, oops, uh, not saying. You're allowed to play like 15 seconds, so we can do like a little 15. Yeah, yeah. We, do, we can try like do some of the rhythm bot or something for like 15 seconds. I'll probably, I'll, it out. yeah, I'll try and see and set that up for next one. Um, the song is called "Feel Something Different." It's Bia Miller featuring Amine. I always used to think his name said Anime, but that was my fault. Um, that was just me being a fucking anime douchebag weeb just <laughs> not reading his name right but um but yeah um that's something we're gonna look at doing something soon um next week obviously there's no episode as always every other week is when we do an episode next episode we may or may not have a guest um i got a couple lined up too um <clears throat> it's just a matter of if we want to debut next episode being a guest episode first or if we want to do one more with us um, the first guest has already, we already got him lined up. He's already ready to go for this month. So he's set. We just got to record that episode. Um, as always with all these episodes, we're experimenting. We're, we're experimenting. Like, look at this. It's already changed. Uh, um, yeah, you know, we might as well call it just an experiment at this point. <laughs> um, uh, experiment, same, same difference. You know, like, it's all theories, you know. <laughs> 
Like next thing, next thing y'all know, we might not even be in this setup no more. I might be outside recording. I'll have like this arm coming out of nowhere. You'd be wondering where it is, or I'll just be holding it in my hand for the whole session. You know? Yeah, I'm like in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Got the phone propped up. Hey guys, how's it? Welcome to the podcast. How y'all doing? Yeah. You know, coming through, my, coming through my pods and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like eventually, we'll have a process set, and you know, it's already like a spoiler disclaimer alert. When we have our guests on, expect it to be like figuring everything out still we don't know how it's gonna flow we don't know how it's gonna work yet is we figure it out I, I say give us until like episode 20 that's when we'll have everything like I I, 12 man 12 you think 12 is the right number yeah because i'll have my shit in i'll probably paint that fucking door um you know i think i, I think i'll probably have a good setup by then um because yeah. I'm, I'm i'm pretty sure i'm going to keep this lighting because i fuck with this lighting heavy now yeah um and then the white t-shirt, I don't know what I'm about to do with that yet. I'm, Dude, just I'm, keep the white t-shirt. You might as well just keep it. Yeah, up. it's kind of like every episode is like, hey, white t-shirt, blues here again. Like, I used, to do, half, man. <laughs> I, used to, I used to do that on my uh, stories, too. I was like, um, on my Instagram story, I'll be like, black t-shirt, blues here, gray t-shirt, blues here. Because I'm like, you never see me wear anything nice at all. I literally don't wear anything nice on anything. I was wearing like, well, I think last time I was in like a... You were in a, a Hokage. Suit. Yeah, my little Kasi cloak, but I was about to go to a party, but... Oh, you know, shit. before we end this, let me show people. Cause... Oh, I think you, I think you sent me a, a snap of it or some shit. You don't want to get me started. Oh yeah, listen to Chone by the way. They make great music. Yeah, I love yeah, Mario Camarillo is a, is a homie. Actually, it's supposed to get a free t-shirt from them again. I knew so. Oh, this is the shirt. And let me turn up the light and let me change the light in the white, bright white cuz you got to see how fucking trash this is. That's how annoyed I am. Um so there we go. So this is the design. I don't know how well it's going to pick it up. It's a great design. It's obviously all wrinkled up and shit, but this design looks like trash. Look at it in person. The line is all stitched out. The color isn't right. There's blotches everywhere. Like, I'm going to see if I can even put that shit a little bit closer. So you see like those lines streaking across the face? I don't know. It might be hard to see, but... Yeah. Like there's like blue like lines stripped down. Like it's like a... Vertical, like the press was bad or something. Yeah, like it was, it was a shitty press. Like I can tell you, right straight off the bat, because I used to be um, someone who did t-shirt print, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is this quality? I pay forty four bucks for this." And granted, the customer support was good. I told them I was like, "Hey, I want a refund. Fuck this shirt." And they're like, "Hey, you can keep it." And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? This is ugly. Like, this is an ugly print. But I was like, I might just wear it on stream one day. Actually, you know what? For Christmas, when we get to December, every, <laughs> I'll be your ugly sweater. Yeah, every every episode, I'll wear a different uh, sweater for for that month. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're figuring this out still. We will. Um, we're gonna keep improving per episode. Obviously, this is a long episode, uh, like the last one. Every episode, who knows how long they're gonna be? They're, we try to keep it short. But it just sort of depends on the vibe at the time. Um, I'm just chilling. But um, as always. <laughs> um, 
but yeah i think that's pretty much it so next episode we may or may not have a guest no word on it um don't know i'm not going to promote the guest ahead of time either because that's uh you don't promote something yeah maybe not next episode i don't know what what's the timeline looking like but we we got people yeah we got got things lined up for that so if it's not the guest next week or not the next week but the week after then you know two weeks from now. Oh, shit, we got a guest right here. You know? <laughs> like, hey, come it. on down. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bring up a chair. Let's talk. You know. Uh, but yeah, so we have guests coming soon. We got we got things planned. Um, obviously, this is still evolving. Please tell your friends about it. If you like the video on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. Um, as always, above us, right he, right here is our names so lie. mine will be right above there and his will be above his um that's our social media you can follow us there um and tell your friends fucking tell your friends please uh, that helps out even though point at me everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have Tell to show you that us. podcast with, with Chapo. He's like, we got Chapo here. He's like, yeah, man, point at me, everything, all that. <laughs> <laughs> I love Chapo. He's funny. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I know we were late on this episode. Things came up. It's gonna happen. We try to we try to be every Friday. Yeah, me um, gotten sick. Me getting sick was pretty pretty bad. We well, eventually. We will we will hopefully get to a point where we record these episodes a couple days ahead of time so that we, we already have them ready to go on that Friday. But as we're still figuring all this out and really trying to commit to this, it takes time. That's just what it is. It takes time to commit to this. So um, that explains that. Um, I don't think I have anything else on my end. Do you have anything you want to say before we leave? Uh, not really. All right. Well, hope you all have a great night. Um, as always, what they say in Texas, they probably don't say it anymore, but I do. Uh, God bless Texas. Have a great morning, evening, night, breakfast, dinner, film. <laughs> um, you know, have a great day and uh, see you in the next episode. Boom. <laughs>